0: There's one thing Aussies are known for all around the world, our laid back way of life. But what's it really like living here? Hello and welcome to Nursing Down Under. I'm your host, Kate Creedon, and on this topic, I'm biased because I think we live in the best country in the world. But to find out what international nurses really think, I'm joined by Amy O'Reardon. Amy is an Irish nurse who made the move to Australia three years ago and currently calls Melbourne. Welcome Amy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, Amy, first of all, tell us a bit about your story. Where are you from and what brought you to Australia?
1: So I'm from a small little town called Mallow in County Cork, which is in the South of Ireland. Um, I came here in 2018 with my partner. I was just finished college, just graduated from my nursing degree, and I we decided to make the big move to Australia for a bit of sunshine and a bit of travel and to just see what the life was like over here
0: and as you said you moved out with your partner did you know anyone mm-hmm. else when you arrived
1: we did not know one person over in Australia so we, uh, we were pretty clueless when we first came over we didn't know what it was going to be like we didn't know you know would it be easy to make friends um but it's safe to say if you know absolutely no one in Australia it still can be done. You can still get through it and make a great life over here.
0: So take us back, how long before you moved out did you sort of start thinking about coming to Australia or get the ball rolling in terms of working over here?
1: Yeah, so it was um a lot of people come, you know, they can decide three months beforehand and get on a plane over. For me, we had never um lived outside our country. We had only lived away from home for college. And um, so about a year beforehand we started thinking about it and talking about it. And especially the fact that I was still in college, it was important to have that year to save and to get everything worked out while we weren't working full time. So, yeah, it was about a year beforehand. We started kind of looking at visas and getting in touch with some um, travel agencies and seeing what our options were.
0: So when you arrived, did you start working straight away? Yeah. So um,
1: fortunately, I had got in touch with uh, Jane Cunningham, um, who was on last week's
0: podcast, I think.
1: And um, I had gotten in touch with her and had given her all my information and met up with her in Cork um, before I came over. So I was able to start work as a healthcare assistant or an assistant in nursing while I was waiting for my nursing registration to come through so yeah I was able to start with HSGA straight away when I came over.
0: And so how long did it take to get that registration? So
1: the registration it can differ from person to person so I had applied for my registration about two months before I came to Australia so it can after that it took about four months in total um, from the time I started to apply um to the time where I got my registration.
0: So if you don't have that registration sorted there are other options for you.
1: Definitely. I mean it was so handy that the girls in HSGA knew that I would be waiting for a registration so I was able to get a job as that PCA and you know it was good as well to get a feel for the facilities that I'd be going to without that nursing responsibility. I was able to see them from an assistant in nursing aspect which was i thought really good.
0: Now you also did some farm work. Is that a requirement to get I did. <laughs> is that a requirement to get a visa? How does that work?
1: So As if you get a working holiday visa, which is a 417 working holiday visa, you um, with that visa get a year in Australia. If you want to prolong that visa another year, you can choose to do 88 days of farm work within that first year so that then you can apply for a second year visa. So if you're just planning on staying for a year in Australia, you don't need to do that. But the option is there if you wanted to do a second year.
0: And what was that like?
1: Um, it was interesting. (laughs) Um, we had never, ever done farm work or never worked on a farm before. So it's uh, interesting being thrown straight into milking cows <laughs> um, in a massive farm, but it's different for everyone. There's different types of farm work and, you know, it just depends on where you go. For us, we were milking cows. For other people, they're picking fruit or picking flowers or packaging fruits. So yeah, it's, it's a great experience um, for, you know, to go completely out of the norm.
0: And do you get accommodation included when you, or do you have to find some, where to live when you're in these regional areas
1: yeah it depends on the farm you'll find out before you go some people um go to um a specific place and they live in what's called a working hostel and then each day there's people picked out to go to the farm whereas with our farm our accommodation was on the kind of um, land that the farm was on. So fortunately for us, we our accommodation was included.
0: So how would you describe the Aussie lifestyle? Um. I mean, it, what I find is it's different
1: everywhere you go. I lived in Sydney um, when I first moved over. I lived in Sydney for six months and then I moved to Melbourne. So between the two cities, I actually found the lifestyle quite different. Um, Sydney is quite a fast paced. It's very busy Um it's. Uh, very into the beach and everyone goes to the beach everybody surfs Uh, whereas Melbourne I found a little bit more laid back and I found it a little bit more of a city lifestyle Um, but generally it's quite laid back, it's quite chill um they're into their you know meetups barbecues like everything like that it's a very very social lifestyle
0: yeah we definitely love a barbecue yeah Um, (laughs) what about work I mean how does that compare to back home
1: yeah I mean it's very different there has been a lot you know in the media recently with um nursing in Ireland and it is a very difficult um situation in Ireland at the moment um there's a lot of understaffing you know there's a lot of um issues with that sort of thing whereas in australia it seems to be a very well-oiled machine when it comes to the healthcare setting um you don't seem to be understaffed agency um staffing is very normalized and it's not um when i used to go in as agency i used to be very nervous whereas it's totally normal for an agency nurse to um be on shift and it's a very welcoming environment and very easy to just kind of fall into. Um and you don't feel that pressure of being understaffed and it's always a situation where you can just ask questions and you feel very comfortable to do
0: so. And you've been doing agency work now for around three years. How do you find it?
1: Yeah. Yeah I mean it's it's not for everyone and but you can make it work for you. That's what I found. Um, So I worked as an agency nurse with my working holiday visa for two years. And then I was very lucky that HSGA sponsored me as a full-time nurse Um, And yeah, I found it great. I mean, especially in a working holiday visa where you are more likely to be travelling around the country, you can pick how how much or how little you work. You can pick if you want to do night shifts or morning shifts or evening shifts. So it is so flexible for that person coming over on a working holiday visa and wanting to not be tied down to something.
0: What about COVID? Did that have much of an impact on your work? Yeah, um, it was... It was quite strange um, in
1: the first lockdown of COVID. um, All the elective surgeries stopped. I work majority as a mental health nurse and a lot of the private mental health wards closed. So for maybe a month, it was super quiet um, and it was very strange. And then come the second wave, it was like a complete flip. It it was you couldn't there was too many shifts. (laughs) You couldn't um you didn't like, you know, there was just, it was all over. You were needed everywhere. And yeah, we weren't weren't sure to work anyway, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, what about when you first arrive in Australia? I mean, how how do you go about finding somewhere to live?
1: Yeah, we were quite lucky. So there are a lot of um, Facebook groups um Irish around Sydney Irish around Melbourne and that's how we um got our first place to live so if you were coming over like we were not knowing of anyone that's what I would recommend to do um the majority of uh rooms and stuff that go on um the Irish around Melbourne or Irish around Sydney are for share houses so that's amazing because the people living there are sometimes Irish, sometimes in the UK, and they're looking for people to move into their house. So they already have that like little home set up. And it's great way of making friends, because when we moved in, we moved in with a couple from Galway and they introduced us to their group of friends. And all of a sudden we had this huge like friend network here which we didn't expect. Um, And then you can also go down the line of renting your own apartment and going through a real estate agency, which is, you know, a a general way of going through things. Um, But for the person coming over and not knowing many people, it would definitely be a share house, I would recommend.
0: (laughs) And what about the cost of rent? I mean, what can you expect to pay or does it just vary again about where you're going to come to?
1: Yeah, it does vary a lot. I mean, the likes of if you're getting a share house and let's say there is you know three people in the house um in three different rooms the rent is going to be a lot cheaper um it also depends on if you want to live bang in the center of the city if you want to live in a really popular suburb it's going to be more expensive if you want to live that little bit further out you're going to get less expensive as you go and as well if you want to you know, live in a two bedroom apartment on your own, then that's going to hike up the price. So it is all relative to there's options there for what you want and what your budget is.
0: So before you came out, were you saving it? Do you need to have a certain amount of money in your pocket when you arrive here? Because I can imagine getting yourself set up might might cost a bit of money as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there is actually a requirement by the Australian government is that if you're coming over on a working holiday visa, you need to have 5000 Australian dollars in your bank account. The They may ask you to provide this when you get to the airport and when you go through customs. We weren't asked, but it is very important that you do have that $5,000 in your bank account to show them. So that that is roughly about €3,000.
0: And would you say that's enough money? Like you... You know we're able to cover all those expenses,
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, it's important that you have like enough for a bond or what we would call a deposit in Ireland, so that's very important. And generally, you're asked to have four weeks' rent um, up front as well, so it is a, quite a big cost to start off with, and it's important to note that those costs are going to be there. Um, but yeah, we survived on we literally had that bare minimum. As I said, we were just out of college. So we had that $5,000, like to a tee. (laughs) Um, And and we survived. So, you know, yeah, definitely.
0: Ready to go. So tell me a little bit about the social life. So you've arrived, obviously you've got work, but um, how do you sort of, um, you know, get involved in social events and things happening around the city you might be living in?
1: Definitely. I mean, it's, You can go one or two ways. You can stick to a group and just go with them or you can look for new things, which is really exciting. So, I mean, we as I said, made friends with the people in our apartment, they introduced us to a huge group of friends, which was massive for us. But then there's a lot of different clubs around as well, and there's a lot of Irish communities. I mean, the um, GAA clubs uh, are huge here in Australia, and that is where people make so many friends because you just have this massive Irish community. And Facebook as well is great for this sort of thing. There's a lot of events that will go up, Irish events, um, Irish music events... And just going to these places and even going seeing um, our traditional Irish group play, you're going to make a million friends there you know um so there is communities for everything and it's it's so easy to make friends here
0: and what about going out I mean is are we pretty similar in terms of how we like to socialize I like to think we are
1: <laughs> absolutely I think something that is huge here and um, that wouldn't have been as big in Ireland is brunch brunch is just massive it's a huge way of socializing um I mean I love it like I'm not complaining <laughs> Um, but yeah, definitely I think the Australians and Irish have a pretty similar way of socializing. So uh yeah, you'll fall into that pretty quickly.
0: Who doesn't love avocado on toast, right? <laughs> um, okay, so what's your advice for nurses back home about which city they should
1: come to? I mean, it does kind of depend on you and I mean I thought Sydney would suit me. We went to Sydney and don't get me wrong, we loved it. Uh, But we just felt that maybe we could do with the change. A lot of people had said to us about Melbourne and that they felt for me and my partner that it would really suit our personalities and our lifestyle and it did come to you know we came to melbourne and straight away we just fell in love but that doesn't mean that i have friends that absolutely adore sydney and would never leave but i think the main thing to remember is that it's okay if you don't love the first place you live in um it doesn't mean that it's going to be a disaster and that you made a mistake um it's important to move around and give yourself that chance and be OK with moving around. I was very comfortable to stay in Sydney because we knew a lot of people there. And it was my partner actually said, no, come on, let's, you know, see if there's somewhere else that suits us better. And I mean, I should listen to him because, yeah, it did. <laughs> um, but yeah, just don't don't get, you know, too comfortable if you feel that it's maybe somewhere else could suit you better then go for it.
0: And I guess once you are sort of settled, you are going to, you're going to meet new people. It it doesn't matter. As you said, there's so many different communities. It's just about putting yourself out there.
1: Do you think? hundred percent. And I mean, it is hard because obviously we've been here three years now. We have friends that are on working holiday visas and there's people leaving all the time. You know, you get close to a group and then they're gone home, which is quite hard as well. So it is important to keep that openness and, you know, be aware that people will come and go but it is so easy to make new friends and get connections with new people and I think that's why it's important to be open to that th- those things and not just stick with one group and be open to meeting new people all the time and it's amazing the Irish here is so friendly because I think we share that common ground that oh you know, you're all Irish, right. <laughs> um, And, you know, you know someone that they know and it's very easy to get that um, conversation and that friendship flowing.
0: And what would you say to nurses hoping to come to Australia during the pandemic? Yeah, I
1: mean, it is obviously it's so difficult and I won't, you know, They, I think a lot of people at home right now look at us and say, Oh my god, your lives are so amazing, which they are. And we are living in a relative normality compared to what other countries and especially Ireland are in at the moment. Um, and I would say, if you're thinking of coming, do it, go for it, but also be aware that it is difficult, it is difficult being over here and being away from your family and you know that fear of the unknown, but it's just about weighing up. And I mean, if you're not happy in Ireland and you feel that you'd be happy in Australia, I think you just have to go for it. We've learned, I think, in 2020 that nothing stays the same for too long and everything is ever-changing and so quickly. So I think, you know, if you have that opportunity and you feel that drive in you to get over here, just absolutely go for it. So
0: you've been here three years, so you've been sponsored. What's next for you? So I actually have just accepted
1: a job in a hospital here in Melbourne as a psychiatric nurse. So I'm starting there at the end of the month. Um, it is, you know, kind of a dream come, th- dream come true, but I am uh, sad to be leaving the work uh, as an agency nurse. I was absolutely heartbroken telling them I was leaving, but again, they were so amazingly supportive and you know, they're, they've just been a huge support for me, the agency and have, told me to go for you know what I feel is right for me which has been absolutely amazing and I definitely wouldn't have gotten that role without their support and guidance for the last three years you know so yeah the next adventure.
0: (laughs) It's so exciting and and um I guess for you you know do you feel like Melbourne's home for good now or or do you one day see yourself returning you know back to Ireland?
1: Yeah I, I mean I will always say never say never. I At the moment, I see myself returning to Ireland at some stage. But then again, I have two more years left in my visa here. So I may in two years time go, Mm-mm, no, I'm not leaving. <laughs> so, yeah, I just kind of at the moment, I take it as it comes. And for now, we're happy here and it suits our lifestyle for now. And for now, we will call Melbourne home. You know, it is definitely a home away from
0: home. Well, Amy, we're happy to keep you here forever. (laughs) We, We could go on, but unfortunately we are out of time. Thank you so much for the chat. It was great to get your take on what it's like living and working down under and also some really great advice too. So thank you so much. No
1: problem. Thank you for having me on.
0: In the next episode, we're going to dig a little deeper and find out what opportunities there are for international nurses here in Australia and where the job can take you. And as always, if you've got a question we haven't yet answered, please get in touch with the team at www.hsga.com.au.